0: hello Wolves fans um bit of an impromptu kind of video uh given the malaise that appears to have set in uh, at wolverhampton wonders at the moment coming to you off the back of michael beale uh, rejecting the club's approach uh and deciding to stay at queen's park rangers where he currently has some top of the championship and um to be honest kind of despairing at the way the Wolves uh senior management are approaching the recruitment drive if you can call it that there uh, to replace bruno large and i think it's worth kind of considering the the timeline of events uh at this stage now bruno was actually sacked post west ham on the 2nd of october uh you talk i'm talking to you now on the 20th of october which is coming up to three weeks uh, since that actually happened now First port of call is wondering about the timing of the sacking as it happens. If he was only one game away from the sack um, during an international break, when you had two weeks of football, um, of, of, of no football whatsoever, to actually conduct some kind of uh, process, some kind of uh, you know discussions with potential suitors, um, then why wasn't the trigger pulled prior? To that international break now the game kind of ended up going as we probably expected it to um some good bits some bad bits but just a real lack of inspiring um attacking play uh from a team that has lacked it for for such a long time now and i think we all kind of understood the fact that bruno was not going to be capable of turning around uh the forties of the club and if one win had come maybe it would have been a scratchy one such as the one against southampton such as the one we actually ended up getting with uh, steve Davis in charge against uh, nottingham forest as well so really kind of questions the 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 timing of that decision now that led us to um really put our eggs in the basket of hula lopetegui who for a number of reasons uh, the stars were aligning around this and Yes, there's probably a sense of misfortune around the fact that his father's ill health has ultimately led him to considering taking a break from football altogether, which is totally with well within his rights and, and, and 100% the best thing for him to do at this point, uh, rather than stressing himself with a move to a different country um, and a new job and all that, all the things that come with that. Um, but from that point onwards, uh, it has just been an absolute mess, frankly. Then The natural... George Mendes, uh, cabal of, of of managers, has have been brought up as potential replacements. The likes of Pedro Martins, uh, Leonardo Jardim has, has has come up as a potential. Carlos Carvalhal was even even mentioned at one point. And you wonder, okay, if we're all in on this Mendes approach, like we have been with Nuno, like we were with Bruno, like we have been with the core of the playing squad, maybe that a natural successor will kind of emerge from that group of managers that um Mendes has within his catalogue then you get all this uh talk about Nuno potentially returning as well that felt like um us really reverting to kind of the, the bottom rung of the ladder within the Mendes options aside from the real kind of you know unattainable or, unattainable or Otherwise, just unsuitable candidates that Mendes might have from lower league teams, from from other Portuguese sides, and and players uh, management that have really kind of just just fallen off the cliff um, in in terms of their careers. And you start to think, well, where are we going with this? Is this uh, you know just a bit of a panic situation? And and subsequently, I think there have been de- there have been decisions made and and turns taken that. Maybe have actually been led by uh, a degree of fan revolt around this, you know, names emerging in the media and ultimately fan um, sentiment is being taken up as the reason why um, we've not pursued them. Um, There was obviously a very mixed bag around the mention of Nuno returning people referencing past glories. I, for one, wouldn't have gone anywhere near him, just based on especially, actually, his uh, his time in charge of Spurs. But we then decide at this point to actually go totally off-piste. Um, the next name that came about was Peter Bosch, who was a former uh, Ajax, Leverkusen and Bushy Dortmund manager, famed for attacking football, but totally reckless uh, defensively again. You know a lot of the sentiment around um european uh football journalists was sought from from the fan base a lot of people really kind of taking a, a bit of a a bit of a not un, a dislike to to bosch's name being mentioned with the job and then he you leads yourself to michael beale now all the signs were pointing towards michael beale actually taking the role um yeah the small matter of a of a match uh to play yesterday uh for qpr subsequently won that 3-0 has Q- queen's park rangers top of the league whilst having to deal with all the speculation around it the seeming uh formality actually that that bill would actually uh, decide to take up the option to manage wolves and having formally approached them to then be rebuffed really really kind of sticks a dagger into the whole process that has gone on if you can call it a process to actually uh put a manager in charge at Wolves now how you get from Hula Lopetegui to someone like Pedro Martins to Nuno to Petter Bosch and then ultimately to Michael Beale is anybody's guess um that sequence of managers almost you know if you was to ask a question of you know who named the next manager in the sequence would almost you know inexplicably lead you to probably saying someone like sean dyche it's it, it's that much of a, a random collection of styles uh experience um and just suitability to to what job we we need a manager to come in and do Um i think people ultimately liked the idea of us going down the michael beale route it was progressive it was forward thinking it wasn't paying too much mind to a series of results obviously he don't, he's only paid 15 managers uh at at qpr as a, as a head coach but subsequently there, there seems to be this suggestion that we've got a list of foreign based managers and a list of british based managers michael Beale being the, the the top of the british based managers list and you wonder well why do we have two separate lists it makes no sense to me at all that you would have a short list of of, of people based overseas because there's no synergy clearly between the two of them um i mean it's anybody's guess as to who features on those lists, but it just seems like such a muddled way of doing things. And whilst I appreciate that you know fan sentiment is important to football clubs, it's important to understand you know what the fans want from their football team because ultimately we're going to be the ones that are filling the stadiums and things like that. It actually feels like it's come to a slight detriment um to the way um, and 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 the, the leadership of the club have actually gone about seeking out a new manager. And it's like, have we got such a, um, a whimsical approach to this that we will change and turn on on off the off the back of a few negative tweets, a few negative social media points? Now, a, a well structured, well run club would have had a list of candidates that they were keeping an eye on, as they would with a player, and um, probably sort them out. Maybe even in the last days of the large regime, and just got a bit of a feel for whether they were willing to move, whether they were available um, to speak to, whether things were going on in their personal life to to actually um, make them a bit more open to, to to shifting their position, whether they'd be unemployed or employed. And um, we'll just be a hell of a lot more prepared for this. Now, Obviously, we've ended up in this scenario, having been rejected by Beal, where I don't know where we go. and um, We have this core of Mendes players at the club would that have had anything to do with the fact that Beal rejected us? The recruitment model isn't robust. It is very much, it seems like, Mendes or, you know, relying on, well, it is essentially just relying on Mendes to pull rabbits out of hats. The fact that we ended up with Mateus Nunes in this in the summer window was great. He's an exceptional player. He seemed out of our reach. But at the same time, he never led... led let us let's believe that he was a attainable target until there was a slight change in tact. The fact that we've got Gonzalo Gedge, who I would suggest has not really shown anything of the sort of form that we need him to show, but are we, are we suggesting there weren't alternative options out there from a player recruiting perspective and has that led us to basically work with one arm tied behind our back when it comes to trying to attract a manager to come and take on this group of players because if Michael Beal from what I've listened to and what I've heard from him wants to buy into a project I highly doubt it would be the case that you know we're going to lean heavily on a on a super agent to bring players to the club and Beal's remit it would just be to work with those players and expect the you know the, the fruits of that labor to, to to come to fruition bottom line is he'll want a specific type of player to play a specific style of play i don't know what style of play we want to attain as a club i don't know uh, what type of player we really want to recruit and um, there's been some um steps towards making us a more progressive attacking side this season the coach is probably the biggest element of that though and getting that right is really going to make or break everything now it's been a bit of a muddle rambling from me i apologize for that but it when you when you articulate it in some shape or form it really just go to show what a shit show wolves have become uh, after being looked at as such a well run club and while we have lent on those portuguese um uh sources for management and recruitment player wise and, uh, and management wise at some point you're going to back yourself into a corner where you know what the well has run dry to an extent i think we've reached that stage i think we need to step away from that model and having to do that mid-season is a slightly uh difficult prospect especially knowing that the core of the squad is totally um you know reliance on that link do those players have the stomach for a bit of a relegation battle if um if it comes to that will they play on the basis that? Um, they know their, their agent is going to work in their interest to get them a move out of the club. Um, if things do go south and things start to go quite toxic, um, you know these are all things that you have to consider. And ultimately, I think at this point, it's a very, very concerning time to be a Wolves fan. Um, I don't say that stuff lightly if I can. i try to give the club the benefit of the doubt where possible. But at this stage, um, the next move is going to be so, so crucial to the way our season pans out and how fans actually decide to kind of vent their feelings. And that could come on Sunday against Leicester. We don't know. And um, ultimately, um, results are just going to have to start coming up soon. And uh, as it stands, Steve Davis and James Collins are the only people that are going to be responsible for that.